This is a family matter, the casualties after the intergalactic battles this little child slept through. If life is a story, then mine is a saga. And we'll ride it long enough if they let you. And we'll ride it long enough if they let you. And we'll ride it long enough if they let you. Welcome back to Brian K. Pod, the internet's one and only podcast about the work of Brian K. Vaughn that is hosted by myself, Spencer. And me, Logan. That also breaks down every single issue of his saga series with artist Fiona Staples and takes breaks between graphic novels to look at other works in graphic novel form. So yeah, that's right. Can you follow that tread of that run-on sentence? We're the only <laughs> one who does all of that with these guys. Um, so welcome back to the show. Every week we break down another issue of Saga. Um, this episode that you were listening to is issue number 10. Um, for a little bit of context before we jump in, I, Spencer, have not read very much farther ahead than where we are now. And that was years ago. I actually don't remember anything in issue 10 as I'm reading it. I was like, yeah, I don't remember any of this at all. Um, Logan has uh, caught up up until the new batch that has just started here in uh, 20, tw- when's it 2022 now. Is that the year? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Are you sure it's not still 2020? Yeah, it's, it's very confusing. But yeah, so the new batch that started uh, at, at issue 55, I think, uh, Logan's not read those. But for the most part, he's caught up. He avoids spoilers, um, and I'm trying to avoid them as I go on this journey. Um, so you'll kind of hear that. But spoiler alert, do episode or issue 10 for sure. Um, and what we do is just sort of go cover by cover and just talk about it. Um, and at the end, we always talk about our favorite panel or page or pages, whatever we want to do it. There's no rules. We just do our thing because we're the only ones like us on the Internet. We're special. Um, So, uh, I mean, we always start with our cover talk. Um, This uh, cover, it still has the stark contrasty, like, big orange background, right? Are you with Um, me? Or is this going to be our first negative comment about this series as a whole? I think it is, but it's weird because I don't know that – I think it's just that I prefer less. Like there's, yeah. it's very busy this cover, and I'm like, yeah. I don't For know, a saga cover, it. it is very busy and not subtle. Like it's a, uh, it's kind of an old school action cover. Like yeah, it, it's not as busy as like the books you would see from like the late, well, mid to late seventies. There's um, no word bubbles saying in this yeah. issue someone dies. Um, but for a saga cover, it is quite busy and. And also, I'm not a huge fan of orange, so maybe that immediately is just like, oh, I don't is like that. Is that like an Auburn <laughs> thing you have a problem with? The... No, I, I think just something about the, the color just doesn't uh, draw me in. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 very, it's very odd. It's, a, it's, not, it's not bad. Like, it's not bad. It's something about it just feels off. Like off is the word that comes to mind looking at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, easily my least favorite cover of the series, uh, definitely so far. Maybe of all. Um, I, I mean, I don't remember every cover, but I, I don't remember any of them just being like, mm. I did remember this one, and I, and I don't like this cover. It also uh, kind of spoils, I guess, the the reveal. Even though, I mean, we knew she was still alive. It, it very much shows you, hey, she's definitely still alive. And this is where we get to that. You know what I mean? It's like it was like they were. This is what's in the issue, and I thought that was interesting. I did to kind of because because again, they've always been so vague, very singular elements, um, and stark in the contrast of the singular element to the color. So yeah, I don't know. This is not my. Uh, her action's great in the book, so it's not even a problem of like can she can do like. Cause I'm not trying to be like that. It's just something about it. Just like you look at it and you just know it does not work for you, for me. Yeah. Uh, but glad we're that's the worst thing lock, that can be said about stuff. an entire issue. Uh, yeah, no yeah. kidding. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, but I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because it, this is the kind of thing in us, like one of us usually would like, but uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm glad we are together on that, but also because it makes me feel not as weird like is my attitude shining a light on my take on the cover no it's just it's just it's off and it's off for you and be curious to know if other people found this cover to just be slightly off um this will be the one issue that fiona staples listens to and is like fuck these guys 
Yeah, never ever on the show again. I could never do what she does. It's a, it's a billion, trillion, gazillion times better than anything I could ever do. It's just in terms, and I'm comparing them to the other covers, and it's just off. It's just off brand in in this actiony way that I'm not a huge fan of because her action's really good in the books. So I I don't know what's what's not translating for me, but it's not, um, and it's orange for you because you're an orange phobic. <laughs> Um, so in the last episode, I think you ended it by saying, oh, I accidentally saw the, the next page, um, uh, and the called thirst him trap. thirst trap Marco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like the opening page is the big spread and he's, you know, please keep reading. And it's, it's like an ad for the whole comic book series. Yes. Um, and so, but it's also, as we find out, it's also because Alana is reading the novel that's been sort of around tangentially in the story so far. We know that Prince Robot has it and is looking for the author of it. Um, and, and it's just, we know this is an, an element between the two of them. We're seeing more of that, that while he's basically working on the chain gang like uh, Cool Hand Luke, uh, Alana's there reading to him um, this novel. Um, what did you think of the uh, the thirst trap introduction? Um, I I thought it was it was great. I love it when he talks to the audience through the characters. Um, it, it just it always makes me smile. Um, and I I think she does a good job of uh, this is gonna sound weird of walking what is probably a very fine line of like this dude is a soldier. He's in shape, but also he's been in prison. And is a little emaciated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she does a really good job of like, yeah, he looks great, but also he does look like he probably hasn't eaten well in several weeks. <laughs> right. He's got he's got more Justin Timberlake than uh, Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it, it's great. And I also dig the idea of. All, all of this, like tech and everything, and yes, you have prisoners of war. Of course, you're going to, going to either execute them or use them as slave labor because that's what happens. Um, and he's building train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so old school. And 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 so yeah, it, 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 those are curiosities too. Is like why train tracks? Can't they fly around? But it's I love the throwback to it. But he's also got the ball on the chain, but the ball is like this like something scientific. It's like the white, and it's got this glowy gold yeah. thing in the middle. It's like it, what it what does it float? What's it do? What's it, what's this thing? Yeah. Um, and so this it's it's such good you know back and forth between you know sci-fi futurism and what we know on this planet in some fashion or have known in the last couple hundred years. Um, so what'd you make of the novel? I mean, now we're getting more uh, insight into the novel, seeing what Prince robots seeing um, that as we we're hearing stories, but it, we're basically instead of the passage being important, it's more Marco and uh, Marco's impression or interpretation of it. And Alana totally yes. Anding that it is essentially anti-war uh, propaganda in a way, but it's anti-war writing. It's 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 opposed to this war, um, and it's and hidden in this romance story, and that's speaking deeply to these two characters. Um, what did you think of all of this dynamic between them talking about it? And clearly, they've got some tension of, of the romantic nature, but with this whole, it's it's all they're being moved by art. I mean. I guess so. My reaction, I guess, is very much like the character from the last issue mm-hmm. who was like, Yeah, this sounds boring as hell. And she's like, Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the passage that you read, it's like, Okay, <laughs> I, I guess. Right. <laughs> For me, and at I least. think that's no, no, I, I totally agree. I think it's that's kind of the fun part of how these two people were so specifically made for each other. It's so clear because of how sort of banal and plain the story really is, but they, but they both desperately want this message. And so it's much bigger to them. Does that make sense? Like if you really, if you really, really want a movie that you're going to see to be great and it's just quite good enough, you could make it great in your head, right? Like it's just good enough so you can't go, oh, it's actually bad. And it may not have lived up to your expectations, but you need it to be good. 
Do you know if you ever had that? You're usually a Debbie Downer, so I don't know if you actually have had that. <laughs> I, Dark Knight Rises for me is one that I could name that you would definitely understand where I'm coming from on it. It's like I I was so excited and so much about that movie, and I still really like that movie, and it meant and means a lot to me. But it's not a great movie, but it is for me. That's what I'm starting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking Guardians, but I don't. You didn't. No, I don't yeah, excuse. Yeah. Um, it can't be comic book related for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or an album, maybe, maybe like your rock, your favorite rock band puts out a second album, and you forever go, no, it is really good to people who are like, that was a sophomore slump. Uh, yeah, probably Guns N' Roses, The Spaghetti Incident, which is just their cover album, and a lot of people that would that's the one everybody will point to and go, yeah, this is when they lost it, and I listen to it, and I'm like, I like this album, y'all. <laughs> and so, and so, maybe, but that's what I think. They just sort of bring this, um, this need. They're 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 an empty glass who want something to believe in and they kind of and this book is helping point them to it and they're and they're finding that by her sharing it he's finding it through her and i feel like he's filling her cup with you know excuse me as she's filling his cup with her water and it's like all kind of working together in this moment of need and and desire and this internal whatever struggle they didn't even realize they were having because he is he clearly says he's resigned um to go to black site tomorrow and he knows that his fate he knew when he surrendered his fate would probably be what we assume is death and and he's resigned to that so it's not like he was seeking and in struggle but this book is like unlocking something of just possibility and it's kind of this nice thing about the power of art and it doesn't have to be great art it's just art can move people i i do feel like if okay i'll put cinematic terms uh might some people might not even know what i'm talking about you will i feel like it's a terrence malick movie um like the book is just terrence malick (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) especially lately yes (laughs) So uh, anybody that's ever seen a Terrence Malick film, or especially his recent ones, like people will rave about it. And anyone that I've watched, I've just been like, it's really pretty, (laughs) y'all. But I don't get it, man. (laughs) It's kind of boring. So so we find out I'm I'm right there with you and so we find out that they, they make this connection and 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 we find out that he's going to black side tomorrow which I mean you hear that and you're immediately like oh yeah that's bad but she yeah. then she also says you're right readers it's really bad um and and he's like it's okay um I want you to get um your you know take the rings and uh, you know basically um remember me in a way but before he can really finish his whole kind of romantic take this and remember me moment, um, there's a gunshot and he looks down and the ball and chain is, uh, is, is severed. And she's like, what are you waiting for? And it's, uh, it's dangerous. And we don't, and I don't know at this point, and we don't know if this is when she takes off or if she like punch is going to punch herself in the eye and be like, he escaped and hit me. And then, <laughs> you know, then she escapes. Like there's, I don't know. Um, but at the same time, they could have also think this could be the moment they run away. I'm curious. The more it's weird to think that I want that. I want to see that moment where they decide to go together. You know. Yeah. Um. But I. But I. But I don't think this is it. I think we're gonna get it later. I'm curious. But this is the moment he gets free. Um. And you know the way these stories work, I could find out next issue. This is he gets captured immediately, and they both get in prison, and they both <laughs> have to get out. Um. But for now, this looks like it's at least the inciting moment for their. Um. They're they're pairing. They kiss romantically, um, and and Hazel um, has the voiceover. Yeah, Dad always had a way with the ladies, which sets up a joke in a minute. Um, but it's it's nice. I like all of it. I like the flashback stuff. He's giving out once again just enough for me. You know. Yeah, it it really made me think um, about how we don't necessarily know how long they were on the run. We know it was at least say 10 to 11 months close to a year before we you know pick up the story at hazel's birth um but it could have could it have been longer you know two years maybe and we really don't know um so yeah filling in those gaps is is fun i love the way he does it without 
it's never overwhelming. It's always just enough information to keep you enticed in the story of the past. You know, Um, it's really perfect storytelling. Well, it's it's you know, it's really the best of I think a lot about the lost flashbacks, like the really good stuff, because, you know, ultimately they end up on the island. That's the story um, that were, uh, that was, were really. Yeah, I was going to bring up Lost um, uh, at the end of this issue. But yes, you're right. It is uh, outside of a few episodes. Lost was really, really perfect at two things, setting up those characters past uh, to either reaffirm their present or like show this dichotomy or, mm-hmm. uh, and the other thing was endings like it, barring the last episode, I won't start an argument. Um, <laughs> this was really, really good at endings. Like at the end of yeah. almost every episode, you were like, Oh Jesus, I have to know what happens next. Yeah. No, absolutely, and so that's and they're doing that, and and it's amazing how he's doing that with the issues. The the he's doing that lost format every every issue. It's pretty incredible, um, and it's I don't know. I'm super captivated. I'm very curious now what the lost thing at the end is going to be because I don't I didn't pick up on anything else, but I, I'm oh, ready for it. Like what? <laughs> oh, the what excitement happened? of like oh yeah oh yeah 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 okay that makes sense. Um, okay, so we get back to our egg planet. Um, and it's the one-two punch of Hazel's joke. So we see them kissing, and yeah, Dad always had a way with the ladies. And then um, the mom, uh, <laughs> we cut to Marco's mom looking at him. How is this a name quest not over yet? And then Hazel's, most of them anyway. <laughs> so good, um, so funny. And so they're um, they're looking for um, our our what was the ghost name? Isabel, right? Yeah. Did I mess that up? Isabel. Sorry, it's Isabel. Um, and so they're looking for her. That's the quest they're on. It's been a couple, it's two or three issues now of looking for her on this part of the quest. Um, and we get these super cool, like upside down head, creepy ghosts. The I really midwives. like the biology stuff. Like, uh, what the a midwives. great, what a great name! Like, like that the protectors of this baby planet thing would, of yep. course, be called the midwives. <laughs> like, it's perfect, and, and they're they're so scary looking. And it's like they also like live in between things because they're kind of ghosts, but they're also corporeal. Like it's it's very or corporeal. It's very like funky. Like it's good naming. It's it's cool. All of that's good. I like their design. They spit some goop at at Marco's mom, um, and uh, and it's all like we're gonna you know feed you two hour and we don't get the name of whatever's about to hatch so we're not quite sure what's going to hatch yet um and then we get gorilla grod i mean isabel and fiery <laughs> ghost form what um, did you think about the gorilla honestly i like the the, the art so much um that i thought it was kind of great i don't i am it's very earthy Right. And we've been so not earthy. And so that's the but, but Isabel is also very earthy besides like her Voldemort nose, like her T-shirt straight out of Hot Topic. Right. Yeah. And so like like she's very <laughs> her attitude is very as well. I live with a 14 year old. So. I was about to say, don't you live with an Isabel? Yes. <laughs> it's spot on. So, so there is a thing where I'm going, like, I think the, the gorilla feels weird in that it's so earthy, but also it feels very Isabel because Isabel feels very of our realm, even though she's a ghost who's cut in half. <laughs> it's a funky thing. So the tone is right. The detail of it actually being a gorilla. I'm like, really? There's a gorillas? Where are the gorillas hanging out? We've seen yeah. all sorts of things that don't look like gorillas. I, I would love to see a giant space gorilla. So, Yeah. No <laughs> But I do like the the whole like yeah that's right flee in terror and the whole all her jokes and so like funny flipping them off. Like. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so and I love their heads like the whole like the upside down faces and stuff. It's so funny and and then again I want to point out there's a when um, when Marco says Isabel are are you all right and like he's talking to her finally um, and uh, the hit the face work again like he like the artwork it's so simple and clean but his face. The delight and the like it seems relieved and excited and happy to see Isabel. And it's like such a perfect, like just a little face. It's a perfect face. That was Marco's perfect face. That's the new name of this podcast. 
<laughs> yeah, and she's yelling. I love that she calls her this battle axe. It's such a uh-huh. a perfect slight and also just completely descriptive of who Marco's mom is, which I realized we I don't think they've said her name. I don't think so. Nope. Yeah. So um, hey, it's funny. I just I was trying to figure out as a, after I said it poorly, I was like, why did I say corporeal? And then I, she says it here I, from reading it earlier. She actually calls. She says uh, Isabel says to Marco's mom, if I uh, lucky, I'm not a corporeal or I would kick your butt up and down this. And then it, like everything starts falling apart. Yeah. Um, she immediately changes her tune. Like, so, yeah, can I hitch a ride with you guys? <laughs> so good. Um so, so anything about the uh, the Isabel rescue you'd like to go into before we jump back to the ship? Um, not really. Uh, it it's fun, it, but it, and it did take a while to get to what just basically amounts to like, oh, she scared them off and they just picked her up. Um, they just had to get in the same space as her. That's all they yeah. really needed to do. And they just had. And so, yeah, it is. I think we got some good character beats between Marco and his mom. And I like that they've only taken a few pages of real estate because it's it's that difference, right? Between taking it may have taken three issues, but it's only taken maybe like nine pages. Does that make sense? Like, so it's yeah. not it's, I don't feel like I wasted time. It has taken a while, but I mean, that's we really did have the month to month. Yeah, we did have a whole issue that did not involve them at all. So. Yeah, so it may be four issues since anyway. Yeah, no, that's um, so. Yeah, so I, it's it has taken like if we were reading this month to month, I would definitely be like, gosh, it took like a quarter of a year to get her. But um, but reading it and looking at it like this, yeah, it's like nine, ten pages and they got her. And so it's it's a cool dynamic when a book can pull that off. Right. Where it's like, wow, we did something very simple over four issues. But I feel like a lot of those pages were used to, you know, deepen our understanding of Marco and his mom to, you know, look at creepy giant things with the disproportionate sized everything. And like, it's just like, you know, it's good stuff. Right. Yeah. And, you know, people, me included, knock soap operas. Um, Mm -hmm. But that is specifically the thing that a good soap opera does well. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, especially those stories, they're they're told almost daily, you know, four or five times a week. And so a, a scene in a, a house, a conversation between two people will last five or six episodes. And if it's done well, you're not bored. You're always like every time they cut away, you're like, yeah, but, but what's going on with those characters? Mm hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I'm curious about the balancing act between all the storylines because the soap opera can be, I mean, that's comic books, right? It's a very similar model. They yeah, go forever. Yeah. And and so, um, but but it's the, the balance of all these different things because other comic books, it really is like maybe a B plot, but they're, I feel like the B plot, the C plot, the D plot, that's really died in a lot of books that I read. It's always just a plot and maybe a couple other little hints of something else. Um, and this has got so much stuff going on from uh, issue to issue. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. And, you know, smash cut to the, the spaceship and the, the help. And I, I wanted to ask you, um, so as a parent now twice, yeah. Have you experienced those moments where like, oh shit, I broke the baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, Kate, we both have mostly injuries. Uh, not this one's funny because it's so like the umbilical cord, like the doctor walks you through that if you're in a hospital. Right. So this this I like because, yes, it's true that you you have those moments of I broke the baby. But but these guys have a harder time because they are giving nothing. They had the baby, you know, in secret and we're on the run and no one's helping them. So that kind of thing, like they tell you in the hospital, this is what's going to happen to that. And it's going to take this amount of time. You put this little ointment on it and it'll just fall off and it's okay. <laughs> and and all this stuff. And they don't have that. So I like that they, they're kind of pointing out they're at such a disadvantage. And it also sort of points out like how important the grand, like the community help is, right? The, the grandparent being there yeah. to say this is what that is so i like all that have we had it? oh yeah, yeah usually it involves injuries <laughs> um i remember one time ezra was um our, our oldest was um i know you know that but for the podcast people um our oldest was maybe a year and a half maybe maybe less but walking for sure and he fell and 
his tripped in our bedroom and his face went on like the side of our bed rail and like like where like the mattress i don't know how to explain it. it's kind of like this it, it kind of holds in the box springs so it's like a raised platform and he hit his face on it and it looked like he had like gone vampiric on something there was blood everywhere um and that was really tough for katie and then mine was uh we were running in our old neighborhood and he tripped and it was like slow motion went in the air and then landed skidding on his face um and i was like i've hideously scarred my son for the rest of his life he will have those scratches just down his face like a cool comic book character that people don't think are so cool in real life because people aren't as nice as they are in comic books yeah and i was like this is the end and so we've had those moments for sure um and so it but but this is the this what i like in here is that it's all very relatable especially how much you don't know because when they tell you stuff in the hospital you're like really <laughs> like you just you don't know until they till you know um but so i like that it really emphasizes the softness, the kindness. I don't want to use softness is not a pejorative, but the, the kindness of Marco's dad and how he's, I'm here to help and to reassure and to comfort. Um, and all of that's really, really nice. And I, I like this dynamic a lot because it's very much like calling, you know, your mother-in-law or your your parent, your dad and being like, hey, has this happened to you? What's go? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, it's fine. You're going to be fine. Take a breath. And the, and the best version of that is when a parent does exactly what Marco's dad does here. Explain and reassure and comfort and even takes the baby so that she can have a moment to breathe because she just went through this tense moment of I've broken the baby. <laughs> it's really cool stuff. I like the, the stuff, the parenting stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like it definitely comes from, you know, we've talked about it before, but I, this could possibly be verbatim a conversation he had with either you know his mother-in-law or father-in-law or, or his own parents you know um I, I could definitely see that it is it is a very very sweet moment between these characters and I, it almost upsets me we didn't get more time with their dynamic before you know marco and crew are just are just back you know because they have such a a strong bond in such a short amount of time. And it is an interesting um, flip from Marco's dynamic with his mother, which is very contentious. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And and I think that it's, it feels like with the last dynamic of this is that she, they have this secret together where the, you know, the dad is, is about to pass pass away at some time soon um and he's terminal of some sort and and so the she's once again trying to convince him i feel like next issue is when we might finally get that it's kind of like the isabel story it's been meted out over a few pages per issue over four or five issues and i feel like we might be coming to a head with that next issue and i'm honestly dreading the conversation because i feel like if he does open up it's going to cause a lot of you know pain and i'm already so invested with these characters i don't want them to go through that but i also think maybe she's right and it's it, is, it has me wrapped up in thinking in that way about these characters this is just another example of how great brian cable on is and i do genuinely think that that once again as we've said a million times fiona staples making faces like when when she's when alana says a swear bar i'm not as awful at this as i look and she looks so embarrassed is so good but then the way the next panel has him looking at hazel like that's how a grandparent lovingly looks at their grandkid it's so good and so you, you put all this together the writing and the pacing of it all and that art and it's just like i'm sitting here going like these real people in my life need to have you know peace and happiness yeah it's it, a good it, it's it's so great so um we get to uh the return sup of isabel <laughs> um and, and that is so, exactly the shit that my niece says. <laughs> just, I'll be standing in the kitchen and she'll walk in from like school or something and she'll just look at me and go, So <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> go away. 
<laughs> so funny. So so they're back. We're all back on board. We've got the crew together, the crew we met and then immediately broke up again um, and brought them back together. So we've got um, Marco's parents, Marco and Alana, Hazel and Isabel on the ship. Um, and I do like how uh, Isabel is excited or excuse me, Hazel is excited to see Isabel. That's really cool because um, they're bonded and I like all that. So um, and now we've got to break out of orbit. Now we're looking out this big window and there's a the crank sound effect which is a good one k-r-a-n-c-k i like I, that i have to bring up star wars okay like that panel immediately brought me back to the end of empire yeah I, I don't know if you have that feeling as well um i feel like it's such a, a riff on that when you said I have to mention Star Wars, I have because I have to always have the book in our hand, my hand when we're talking. Um, I looked down and was like, "Oh yeah, totally Empire." Before you said <laughs> Empire, so yeah, it didn't occur to me at the time, but when you said, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, there it is," and that was the same thing. Absolutely, it's a good page. It's a good. It's that's the kind of stuff I like. I like the magic swirly stuff when she says "sup," and then I like these these vistas into space she does. Uh, yeah. But it does very much with like the kind of the big wide window and the looking out um but it's something's going wrong we have more information than alana and um and bar um is that dramatic irony <laughs> I, don't know I, can't, I can't remember 12th grade english or 10th grade who knows um but asteroids this far out um and then we find out um that's such a han solo thing to say <laughs> yeah and then the mom is, you know, it's we think it's just part of the shell, which sends everyone to go in like, uh, what's going on? The um, look on her face. Like, you talk about her looks, and but just the look on her face is so like just perfect. <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't believe this is what my life is. <laughs> so everyone is freaking out looking at something we have not seen until we turn the page and we see a huge two page spread of something. Of the, I can't believe this is the first time we we've talked about this specific sci-fi property. Um, mm -hmm. But it is very much it's so Kubrick, right? Oh yeah, the, the Space Baby two thousand one. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's almost like it's like a three-eyed salamander human baby hybrid. Yeah, very it, strange. Kubrick funneled through Vaughn, funneled through Staples. H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so we see the giant, it's an incredible two page spread, um, panel of the, the issue for me, man, just lay it down now. It's just so good. Um, it's so epic. And you see the little teeny tiny ship over to the left, but it's not so teeny tiny as to make this impossible in my head. Like it's sometimes people do like a little dot compared to the big thing. And you're like, well, that doesn't like, that's not even a threat. It's so big. It's just the end. Right. Um, it's just like, this is. This the scale is great. The weirdness is great. There's this like red like light coming from the belly, which might be their life force. I don't know what it is. Might be the core of their planet egg, um, and the planet's breaking apart. I just freaking love this page. Yeah, it, it's it's gorgeous. Like that is that is a that's wall art right there for sure. Um, and then I love how it's just oh here's some more bad on top of bad. Like, it's not bad enough that, oh, the planet just hatched and they're stuck in its orbit. And it it's definitely going to be hungry, as they mentioned before. So, uh, you know, they're space food. And then immediately it's, uh, you know, lights in the ship turned uh, pink. And Isabel's like, oh, I think that means there's another ship nearby. So we know what that means. <laughs> And we get the another, which is a contender, weirdly enough, because I think I'm I'm showing my my favorites here. But a contender for another panel of the issue for me, uh, probably my runner up to the big splash is um, the, the we've got the Will ship coming in, and I love his propeller motion in space, that visual, um, and and coming in at the 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 uh, rocket ship tree. Um, and here, one thing before we get into the Will ship, I just want to point out something I really like um, from the big splash. We've got this a lot of blacks and like reds and like really dark coloring. Then we go to pink as the warning is in. And then it's like a total opposite. It's like this transition from dark to light because the Will's ship is almost like hospital colors. It's so bright and like tan and white. Um, and I really like that color scheme shift. That's just something I want to point out as something. I like that transition a lot. Yeah, it it's, it is perfect. I know we say that a lot, or at least I say it a lot, but it is a, uh, 
and it's it's such a great use of the the starkness like the contrast just to go to shock you into like a different setting yeah no absolutely um and so we've got the kind of typical like the little girl with the magic mind is you know saying this is definitely it and they're kind of like are we sure because we, we're not like how do we know but here's the thing that i love the most of this page is the, the will face <laughs> which says oh no then no, here, here it is it the creature in the egg is called a time suck and if you look at the picture what does it look like it's uh, a baby yeah. a baby is a time suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> The name of this, it just, that whole thing is just such a great parent joke. It's like, a, it's the ultimate dad joke of this series so far for me. <laughs> um, I actually hadn't thought of it like that. So yeah. that that is pretty perfect. Um, I, I do think there's probably some cosmic fear of like, maybe it's Galactus size that eats time and that's really frightening. Um, but at the same time, this this whole thing of like, it's a time suck. And then it's got the readout, which is a little more simplified over his face um, than what we just saw in the splash. And it looks like just sort of a blobby baby. Yeah, it, very, it, it does look a little like a an ultrasound. Yeah. So. <laughs> is it a boy? Is it a girl? It's a time suck. <laughs> and I feel like there's definitely people who made the Will's face when they found out they were having a time suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like horrified, like, oh, shit, my life is over. So what we get when so so we get the question a what um, and the answer is astrologic super predator once saw one take out a whole armada but I'm like I want more give me a whole page just one of those comic books that just here's a page of text in the middle of it just tells me what that is like I want to know everything about this thing yeah I, I um, want that flashback of him yes. seeing one for the first time uh, <laughs> yes. And so, um, so it's all, it's, it's a very typical, like we found the target, we're arguing back and forth. Um, but, but, uh, Gwendolyn sends out a heat seeking missile at the, the rocketry ship. Um, and it's like, she is, I mean, if I had any doubt of like, it, could she have a soft spot for Marco at all erased? Like yeah. this could be him. We're going to kill it. Yep. Um, and so we go back to the pink room, and Alana has a big idea. I've been talking. What, what's Alana's big idea? So uh, I, I love the the combativeness between her and Marco's mom. It, it, I mean, we already saw it, but like mm -hmm. immediately, they're just right back into like, uh, who's the queen of his life? <laughs> yep. Um, uh, you know, she's uh, Marco's mom's like evasive maneuvers and. <laughs> I love Alana. Belay that fucking order full speed ahead. It's so great. It's like oh, you're going to ram a missile, you know. And, and of course, it makes sense when she explains it. You know, they're, they're, they're designed uh, to only detonate after, you know, a certain period uh, once they get far enough away. And by meeting it closer to uh, launch, then it, it'll just bounce right off of them i mean that's their tech it, uh, you know in our world that really wouldn't work probably so um you're probably going to get hurt either way but you know she's right it does it bounces off and like it's such a weird like minor panel of just the missile bouncing off the rocket ship and her uh -huh. saying fuck yeah so good and um, then, are you simple <laughs> So I want to point out the pay, this panel after Are You Simple. I want to point out a couple things here. Notice the slave girl hiding behind Lion Cat. Yeah. Um, notice the Will's face, and he has her like almost off the ground by the neck. This yeah. is not this is not other antiheroes in safer books where they will yell and be you know show out but never harm someone. You know, he is like the the, the page after that is um, that. Is her on the ground? Clearly, her hand—you can tell her hand is up at her throat, like touching her own throat. Gwendolyn, um, and and it is like, 
like that's rough. It's not, and I get like his reaction of anger is not unjustified, but that's a physical reaction, yeah. and and that shows a lot to me about the will in that moment. It also says a lot to me that the voiceover or the the narration from Hazel comes back and says, "Dad once said that breakups are like bat breakups are like battles," and it almost makes me think in this moment of violence, he has severed them again, and so where they kind of came together in the last issue, they are no longer on the same page. Yeah interesting stuff really good that's really good panel work to me and i mean in another like beautiful not two-page spread but right. a great just miniature shot of this space baby demon thing it's so it's such a weird concept like the body is very solid but the eyes and the mouth look very fluid yep it's it's just so well done and the, the baby spews the stuff out just like the midwives did, just on a much larger scale because it's much bigger. Yeah. Um, out of out of its, I guess, eyes, orifices, orify, um, at the Will ship. And I thought this was cool. There's a cool detail with the ship's the ship gets injured and you see panels breaking off. And this thing has sort of looked like an acorn to me for so long. Um, I expect it to be weirdly more organic, but you see this under right underneath the green shell is like the metalwork. You can see kind of the grating. Um, and I thought that was like, I don't know, man, I'm really kind of obsessed with this thing looking like a space acorn flying through space. Um, well, it, it, it makes you think about like, what, what's the design process in that, right? Like yeah. the ro- tree rocket ship is like, it's a tree and a rocket ship. It was grown. It's organic, um, which is, you know, perfect for them. They mention it somewhere. Um, of course they have a ship that is organic and keeps them off any kind of like, uh regular instruments it makes them hard to track um but his his ship looks like an acorn but it was very specifically designed Uh, so yeah like what's the the reasoning behind that so and you know i i guess we have kind of talked about it but i love that they they took the idea of it it doesn't matter what like your your ship does not need to be uh, fluid or dynamic or like any designed for anything in outer space because there's no gravity. There's no mm-hmm. like you're not fighting against anything. So yeah, your your ship can look like a space acorn. Right. Um, so it, I, I love that they just rolled with that with their their designs. Yeah. Um, I mean, even in the stock ship, like. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like inside a planet, but you know, outside a planet, you know, it it doesn't matter. So yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, so um, as we see this, so the ship is ripped open, the will ship is whipped, uh, ripped open. As the you know, in the rocket ship, we see after the bounce off um, uh, missile, the 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 tree has flown off to the side, and the the will ship gets attacked. It's ripped open. It's this great panel. It's very fun. There's a couple things flying out of his ship with him. One is cactos, a cereal, um, which has a fun little cactus dancing in a bowl of cereal. Um, and the other is a VHS marked personal, <laughs> which we think we've seen the elements of before. Um, and, you know, the box of tissues also with the VHS. Very funny. There's some humor there in that panel of serious tension as he's being uh, flown out. And, and as Hazel's narration is talking about um you know collateral damage um by definition it's completely incidental to the mission at hand as long as the right people win who cares if some random nobody gets hurt in the process acceptable losses etc which is great because at this point now um I, we are sort of invested in all of these people who we are seeing in great peril they're holding on for dear life um and um we cut to that final page and there is a lion cat eyes closed floating out in the foreground of the image in space yeah is this the end for lion cat i don't think it is but is this the end for lion cat it's a great cliffhanger yeah uh, it is a very very lost moment um for me uh in such a like brutal way to end this issue i mean we've had our fair share of i mean both of our main characters have been shot <laughs> damn near killed in in issues previously but he really really knows like what's gonna target people like if you throw the the girl into to space 
yeah, that will get them. If you throw either of the adults into space, yeah, maybe. But nah, man, you throw an animal out there, people people are upset. <laughs> it, I mean, it is. It's the great divide or the great equalizer because you might like one character more than another and that sort of thing. But Lion Cat sort of been universe i mean it's very it's funny and he's you know there's not he's not allegianced necessarily like to kill anyone that we like so he's just with the will you can't you know you don't dislike somebody's pet because you don't like the person typically um and so yeah i don't know it's a perfect choice but it's a and it's a great like uh next issue please um so so no i mean overall another great issue super exciting um i I know i spoiled it just because i just couldn't help it but that my panel slash page of the day is the two page spread of the time suck it's just everything i like about her work and crazy space stuff uh and one and i and I also as i talked about maybe in our our first episode maybe but i'm just such a sucker for like a great two-page spread like just like go all out um as long as it's good like incoherent and it's one of those things even in like comic book movies we've also talked about how there's just not enough of those moments in comic book movies yeah. um and and so like yeah i just love that stuff that's very that's the comic book bread and butter for me uh what about you i was really difficult with this issue there's so many i mean that, that spread is great mm-hmm. um but there's so many great smaller moments um even the smaller moment with the the baby is great but uh, i don't know i love the the it's a time suck but there's this really it's completely incidental to the story right before the two-page spread there is a panel with alana and uh isabel mm-hmm. where uh isabel's like holy shit and alana says god it's a i think it might be alive whatever it is about the lighting in that panel i don't know just really does it for me okay i'm gonna look i'm pulling it up, i'm trying to get there so i just want to see it like it it, it actually feels cinematic yeah so you've got sort of the warning light but you've got the light from the window of whatever it's like the orange like exploding kind of color from the center of the time suck is coming through their windows across them um no that's super cool because you also have isabel with this pink light and she sort of radiate lights light and you can see if you look at like alana's hair it's not just like black and the kind of cool blue gray that usually is it's got tints of the pink and the orange and everything going on it's perfect oh, yeah it's a great panel man and the faces always with the faces man yeah um it, it reminded me of like this is both praise and a knock at jj abrams <laughs> but it very much reminded me of the thing that jj abrams is extremely good at but also <laughs> does too damn much so there, there is a gift floating around. I'll try to find it and send it to you, Logan. But those of you listening, if you're out there, um, uh, there's a gift floating around from West Side Stories, Steven Spielberg's remake, um, where these two characters are dancing in the. It's basically like fabrics hanging in the in the this house, and you can't for the, when you first look at it, it's like an illusion because you can't tell if the shadow is the people through the translucent sheets or if the and then you kind of figure out the people like where your eyes go or the shadows and the people are actually in different spots it's very but the coloring and the like these layered colors of like yellow and orange and pink and it's a very beautiful moment of, of visual and so they've got to find that gift if you can find it just look up west side story gifts it's really cool but i'll see if i can find it and send it to you because it reminds me of the same kind of quality of lighting and picture and story all in one and there are a lot of people who really, really enjoyed that. I, I didn't watch it. We just watched it last week, and we both loved it. Like we were, and we were not expecting to at all. Um, and it made me truly disappointed. I did not see it at the theater. Oh, I have to check it out. I do like a good musical, but I also feel like West Side Story is so. Like, I, I don't know. I've just seen it so much. <laughs> it, it is one of those things where, unlike other movies Spielberg has done in the last 20 years, you feel like he has been because he's talked about it too so there's that element but you can see how much he's been thinking about making his version of this for a long time and it feels like he's at like using all his powers for good instead of for warhorse <laughs> that's a perfect analogy it is so, something that he's talked about for 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 a very long time i feel like 30 years or so 
Yeah, and, and it's just all on the screen, man. It's beautiful. It's really a couple of performers. I know some people don't like Ansel Elgort. I know he's got some like controversy, but minor. I don't know. I'm not going to qualify the controversy. I don't know what is the details, but they mostly say he's kind of bland. But like, I kind of think the movie needs it because the movie is so not bland that, that having him sort of as the kind of cool and almost too cool center of it with Maria, who's actually great. Uh, Rachel Sickler, Sickler. She's awesome. Um, but but it's just something about like kind of like the cool kid doesn't need to be overly it doesn't need to be Marlon Brando, you know, yeah. um, and, it, and it just works so well because the visuals if the visuals are at a 15 and he's at an eight, it's kind of a great balance to me. And it worked really well for me. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll have to give it a give it a spin. The HBO only thing Disney I'll... Plus, man, it's all free. Only thing I've watched that's funny. Only thing I've watched recently has been turning red on Disney Plus. I gotta so, watch that. That's on my um, list. I, I enjoyed it um, very, very much. Uh, um, far more than Encanto. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think we talked about that last week. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we we want to see it. We're gonna watch it soon. It's just been a crazy couple of days. But uh, plus, I'm not watching any movies that aren't not Oscar related until after the Oscars. So spoiler alert: when we recorded this is before the Oscars, but they're Sunday, so we're almost done. Is this the latest the Oscars have ever happened? No, last year was a month later. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't so, realize that. This is not the earliest by any stretch, but it's definitely latest was last year. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Well, man, tell people where they can find more of you on the internet. Uh, go check out everything I do over at xwingfiles.com. All the podcasts, um, and we're getting ready to talk Marvel stuff. Uh, I think Jacob and I are going to tackle Moon Knight, so okay. I'm excited for that. Uh, we're a, a week away or so. The 30th, yeah, seven this. days. Yeah. Yep. So I am super, super stoked. Uh, to see how they they do that character and also kenobi is coming up uh really really quick yeah so um excited for that we'll be talking both of those shows uh, on hopefully a weekly basis i'll be listening since jacob shows me that respect that's how <laughs> that's how we build bridges logan um so yeah you can find me on this is an inside joke jacob is great um uh you can find me on Twitter, but don't tell him I said that, please. Um, edit this out. Remove it. Um, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Film Dispenser. It's like a Pez dispenser, but for movies. Um, and if you have any questions for the show, please feel free to send those there. You can DM me, and it's fine. Just don't spoil the book for me, please. I'm, I'm only now at issue 10. Um, and um, rate and review us on whatever place you're listening to us on. We'd appreciate that. Um, and we'll read it out loud if you do it. And if you say make us say stupid stuff, that's fine. I'm used to reading kids' books and having to say stupid stuff. I'll do it here, too. Uh, but give us five stars to get us to read it out loud. So thank you very much for listening, and I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Peace after the intergalactic battles this little child slept through. If life is a story, then mine is a saga. And we'll ride it long enough if they let you. And we'll ride it long enough if they let you. And we'll ride it long enough if they let you.